Welcome to The Luxentis Show, where I share tips on how to create and lead successful people-centric organizations. Hi, I'm Jocelyn Moriners, CEO of Luxentis, a leadership and team training company offering at-your-pace online courses and implementation-style workshops. Make sure to check out our website for available courses and download the top five reasons businesses struggle to attract and retain top talent and what to do about it. Anyone managing any kind of budget has surely come across a version of you need to spend money to make money. Well, without any kind of guidelines or caveats, this can actually be a very dangerous statement because unbridled, that mindset could actually lead an organization to bankruptcy. So I would argue that we need to invest money to make money. And not all business purchases are an investment. Just because we want it, we really, really, really want it, doesn't turn it into an investment. Sometimes it's just plain old spending money. So as the year end approaches, many business owners are actually having conversations with their accountants about taxes. And it might be tempting to try to reduce that tax load by spending money. But it's important to take a moment to consider what that money will actually provide in return instead of of simply increasing purchases. So what can we do to help guide our thinking and help us make the distinction between year-end investing and year-end spending? So the first thing is consider the expense itself. So are there things, items, whatever, that you can pay for now that you would have purchased in January or February? Like items that you were really considering renewing, like maybe equipment or training or something like that. You were thinking of doing it in January or February. Hmm, Maybe you do it in December. Also think about maybe what invoices you can pay for now. So similarly, if you were going to purchase some services, some coaching or something like that, and you're like, oh yeah, I was going to do that in January. Well, perhaps you purchase it in December and get invoice and pay for it in December. And so that would help as well because it's something you were already considering. Again, consider the equipment, right? Maybe your team members need new things. Maybe uh, you could use some new equipment. Things aren't quite working the way they should. They were due to be replaced. So think about bumping that up a little bit. And maybe there are some account receivables that needed to be written off. So let's say uh, there, there's been an issue with a client and now it's looking like it's going to become a bad debt that will need to be written off. Well, maybe that could be something that would be done in December as opposed to be done in January. And when I'm talking about equipment and, hey, think about things that you could purchase, just resist the, the urge to just 
purchase things that you wouldn't have bought, but you're like, woohoo, year end, let's reduce the tax burden, let's buy things. Like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. <laughs> it, like, I'm talking really about things that you would have purchased anyway. Just make sure that it's, you're not just doing it for the send that, because then it's spending, then it's spending, and it's not going to bring value. So just make sure that you consider that. As part of this whole exercise, be mindful of your cash flow because it's one thing to say, oh yeah, let's just move all of those expenses into December and reduce our tax burden. Well, cash flow might become an issue. So it's really important to consider that as well. There's um, this really great quote by Michael Dell, and he was obviously talking about uh, the organization. <laughs> and he said, we were always focused on our profit and loss statement. But cash flow was not a regularly discussed topic. It was as if we were driving along watching only the speedometer when in fact we were running out of gas. So think about that for a moment. If you're just looking, if you're uh, like, yeah, okay, that's pro we're, we're plenty profitable. So let's make these big purchases at the end of the year to help ease that tax burden. But really your cash flow is actually problematic because you haven't received all the invoice payments that you were supposed to receive that you were expecting. It's like he said, like Michael Dell, Dell said, if you're just looking at that profit and loss statement to make the decisions what to purchase, you may in fact be running out of that fuel in the tank, as he said. So make sure that you've got that positive cash flow to sustain those purchases because it is crucial to survival of the business. If you don't have positive cash flow, you're going to run into trouble really quickly. I mean, yes, you could borrow and all of that, um, but that gets really, really tricky and complicated quickly. And of course, you need to talk to an accountant about all of this. <laughs> but uh, just for, for kind of that first level of thinking, then consider these items. Because again, just to talk a little bit more about the profit and loss statement, if you just look at that, it's going to, it could provide you with a false sense of security. You might be like, oh, hey, I've got all this, this, this money. Look, we're so profitable. And in the end, your cash is actually low. And so if you run out of cash to pay for your staff, your tools, your utilities, whatever it else that you absolutely need to pay every month, um, that's going to become problematic really quickly. So make sure before you make any of these decisions on how to ease that burden and um, invest in your business at the end of the year, make sure that, you know, your, your gas light's not coming on here saying that you're low on fuel. So very, very important. And I mentioned this very quickly, but a, a third aspect to this when considering, um, when I'm doing this exercise and considering how to spend in your business, invest in your business, not spend, invest, how to invest in your business is, uh, your accounting team. <laughs> uh, make sure that you've got a trusted advisor because they are your best ally. I 
always consult with my trusted accounting team before implementing these types of solutions. They are the true experts when it comes to managing uh, funds and taxes and, and all of that. And they work with so many clients. They are so deep into that expertise that they know so much more that they become invaluable in helping make these decisions. So do make sure that whatever plan you come up with, whatever idea you come up with, talk to your accountant. They are like so valuable and unfortunately underutilized for some reason. Uh, there are business owners that think, oh yeah, no, they just do the taxes and do my books and they don't consider them true partners. And in my experience, I act as a, a partner. We collaborate and I keep them informed of all kinds of things and run all kinds of ideas by them. And it's just so beneficial because then they can share uh, things that they've seen even others do. Of course, it's anonymized. They're, they're professionals. They're not going to share what their clients are going through and who their clients are, uh, but they can share generic sanitized uh, information and solutions and, uh, and some tips and ideas. So they are truly, truly partners. So remember that. Uh, another thing that I find extremely useful in working with these professionals is checking my assumptions because um, at times I might be tempted to, to say, oh, I really, really, really need this and here's why. And they might start poking a little bit like, really, do you, and, and, and why, why do you say that? And so they might poke a little bit at my argument and uh, make me realize that, hey, you know what? I am rationalizing all day long because I really want X, Y, Z. And uh, instead of doing that, that would just be spending money instead of investing money in my business. And so it's really great to have that person providing you with that feedback. Of course, it's essential for you as a leader to be open to actually hearing that feedback as opposed to, no, just tell me what I want to hear. And of course, that's not useful. Why, why are we paying them then? Right? So let's take advantage of those amazing resources and collaborate in a true manner in finding things that would actually be investments. And so as you're working on budgets and tax predictions this year, you know, all of that fun stuff, Make sure that you get the right support and you continue to aim for year-end investing and not just year-end spending. I hope this episode helped generate ideas and potential solutions. If you know someone who could use this message today, please make sure to share it with them. And if you're feeling particularly generous, why not rate and review wherever applicable? I'd really appreciate that. So thank you for listening and let's all continue working on creating and leading successful people-centric organizations.